When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is, man, that's not what my grandparents were singing when I was a little kid. It's a little different. Hour number three normally starts with a beat that Zay picks. Instead, it's a bit of a funky Christmas song I haven't heard. What do you got here, Zay? Oh, John Freeman, I'll be your Santa baby. My goodness. John Freeman getting us started. I got something for you. It ain't just a toy, it's mama. It's not just a toy. Man. Okay. Some assembly required. Chad and Zay with you on a Wednesday. It is not just any Wednesday. It is National Signing Day. Last few years, of course, this has become National Signing Day. February is just for maybe a couple little things, but for Texas today, 21 names up, 21 names down on paper, and that class is signed. To talk about that and a couple other things Longhorn related, let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. We talk to him every Wednesday about this time. He is Chip Brown. Horns247.com. Check out all the stuff, including that composite ranking uh, that they put together for you. Check out the flagship podcast. Check out the Morning Brew article each and every day. Chip, happy holidays, sir. How are you? Happy holidays, fellas. Man, How are you doing? Man, we're good, doing, Chip. doing good. Now, Chip, I know you don't specifically grind on the recruiting front uh, yourself anymore. I know that's not your main thing, but do you, like those guys, I know uh, in talking to, to all the guys that, that kind of cover that part of it, do you get to kind of take a breath today? Does today matter to you that way? Because I know a lot of them get to sleep as of today where they haven't really been sleeping before. Well, I am actually down on campus getting ready for Steve Sarkeesian to talk about the uh, the recruiting class, and and so, I mean, I watch film on all the all the prospects, and you know, you got to know who's who's coming. It's kind of oh, like yeah. covering the draft if you cover the NFL. Sure. So, um, it's and I got to say, I mean, Steve Sarkeesian and his staff, they we talked about the momentum that they established last off season and could they sustain it and all through the season, what it would take record wise um, to, to maintain the momentum that, you know, carried from June with the, the arch Manning commitment. And then, you know, the class that ends up with four, five star kids. I mean, Arch Manning may not even have that big of an impact in 2023, but the other five stars, you know, when you talk about Anthony Hill, um, a linebacker who's just 
violent, but, you know, with instincts, the kind of, you know, inside linebacker and a guy who can, you know, rush the passer as well. I don't want to, you know, peg him, but he's got inside linebacker physicality. He will, he will take on fullbacks. He will take on offensive linemen. He will shed and tackle. Um, I mean, I think this, this kid is probably, you know, my most, uh, intriguing, uh, player and, you know, right up there with, uh, with, uh, Derek Williams, the safety from, uh, New Iberia, Louisiana. I, I, this kid, I think is, got a chance. I mean, he's the number 41 overall prospect in the nation. And, you know, he's one of those guys at 6'2", 185, who, you know, reminds you of those old Miami hurricane safeties. Hmm. You know, I'm, you know, a young, you know, I I don't want to go Sean Taylor on you. (laughs) I don't want to go Ed Reed on you, but that kind of swag and that kind of uh, potential. Let's just say yeah. he's a kid that you want to, you know, you you want to see on the field as soon as, as soon as he's possibly ready. Longhorn fans will take that for Christmas, Chip. Oh, they'll they'll, take, they'll yeah. take that comparison. Yeah, and get both ready. of those safeties that came out of the U <laughs> that you just named, Chip, are absolutely special. Chip, let me ask you this because the Arch Manning conversation is so interesting. It seems like you hear reports about him and Cooper understanding that, you know, in 2023, what might be best for Arch is to redshirt. But if he comes in like gangbusters and we see Quinn Ewers still have this roller coaster progression, that might be the worst thing that Steve Sarkeesian could have because everybody on the outside, national media especially, they're going to be looking at Arch Man and saying, okay, he's next, but will Steve Sarkeesian have that problem to where have a huge quarterback battle next year with Quinn Ewers and Arch Man and hell, even Malik Murphy? Right, and that's Malik Murphy's the guy who needs to have something to say about that. If, if Quinn Ewers is struggling, um, you know, the way he struggle down the second half of the season. And that's why these bowl practices are so important. And this bowl game is so important to Quinn Ewers because I reported in our insider last week that it appears Ewers, you know, needed to get out of the daily prep, daily game prep mode and take a breath and get back to basics. And that's kind of what Sarkeesian used the first, half of bowl practices for was to, you know, get back to basics technique and, and, you know, kind of a training camp mode and then get into game planning specifically for Washington. And, you know, what I've heard is that yours is, is playing, you know, with confidence again, he's, he's feathering the deep ball to, you know, been connecting with Xavier worthy um, in practice, but, you know, if there is, any kind of lag uh, next season, you know, Malik Murphy's a guy who with, he'll be in his second year in the offense, you know, he needs to make his case right then and there. Cause I do think that um, Arch Manning, the Manning family uh, feel like what's best for Arch is to redshirt. Now, you know, maybe he picks up on the offense so fast and, you know, he's got all the physical tools. We know that. Um, but, I just remember, you know, the, the, the sentiment was that Arch didn't want to have to go, did not want to have to go somewhere where 
he would be seen as the savior immediately, you know, where he would get a chance to develop in Steve Sarkeesian's offense, which Steve Sarkeesian has said he doesn't like playing first-year quarterbacks in, in his offense because mm-hmm. there's a lot of – there's a lot of – it's comprehensive. It's not just calling the play. You've got to call the, the motions, the protections. Uh, you've got to make decisions on the fly uh, in this offense. So, you know, I think that it is a little bit of a daunting situation. We saw how many backup quarterbacks were needed this year, including Max Duggan and Will Howard, that, you know, Hudson Card's getting all this attention. He's in the portal. He's going somewhere else. And, you know, Texas is going to be – kind of green at, at that backup quarterback position. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a situation where Steve Sarkeesian and A.J. Milwee got to do some, some of their best teaching. Talking with Chip Brown. Again, he's getting ready for that uh, Steve Sarkeesian press conference. Chip, I've always been fascinated by this press conference because of you know recruiting rules and everything. This is the first chance you really get to hear the coach talk about these guys and the relationships and the stories, and sometimes you get some really interesting stuff. So obviously he'll be talking about Arch and some of these other massive names. You mentioned a couple defensive guys earlier that you're focused on. Uh, talk about some of these offensive names too, because when I look at names like Jonte Cook and Ryan Niblett, Trey Wisner, you can feel like the Sarkeesian offense uh, and, and the statement he wants to make there. Uh, these, these offensive guys are versatile and they are athletic. Yeah, and they're fast. I mean, that's, that's, where, that's where Sarkeesian has made his living at, at Alabama, certainly, uh, with you know, guys like Devontae Smith and, and Jalen Waddell and, and Henry Ruggs and you know, the burners who can just uh, tear you apart going across the field, tear you apart going deep. The more speed you can get on the field, uh, the harder it is. And that's what you're talking about. You're talking about, you know, Jonte Cook. You're talking about Ryan Niblett. You're talking about guys who can fly and who are good route runners already. You know, I mean, a lot like Xavier Worthy. And so you you don't want to – raise that kind of expectation, but that's what Sark has been able to sell in recruiting. He's been able to sell. I see you like Devontae Smith. I see you like, you know, Jalen Waddell and Jerry Judy. And, and so it's been, it's been, you know, working because Xavier Worthy came in as a freshman and, and set all the UT freshman receiving records. So that's how you land a Jonte Cook. That's how you land Orion Niblett, both of whom are, you know, top 70 recruits in the nation um, in this class. And, uh, and so, you know, those are two guys you look at immediately and say, okay, well, they could come in and, and have an impact immediately. And, you know, Xavier Worthy uh, is going into his third year. And so in 24, there's, you know, going to be a, a need for, that kind of talent and that kind of deep speed. And, and I think Texas landed it in this class. Yeah. 
Chip, you know, one thing about this new era of college sports with the transfer portal and NIL, you know, having all these signees early, you could be a little, I don't know, up and down with your thought process because guys could leave in the next year with the transfer portal. You don't have to sit out a year like you used to. So you don't really sometimes even get to develop these guys. But when you see the 2022 class, not too many guys are transferring from from that class, which means they're buying into what Steve Sarkeesian is preaching, like you just said. How do you think Sark is doing with balancing development with these guys coming in as freshmen, but also going out in the transfer portal? We saw Gavin Holmes just signed from Wake Forest and then mixing those guys in to what he wants to do uh, here at the 40. You know, it's funny you bring that up, Zay, because that's what I'm writing about for tomorrow. Um, to me, that's the biggest story of, of the day, really, is that uh, Texas has been able to hold on to you know, some, some young players with big-time upside, even some veteran players like you know, you, Alfred Collins. You're still waiting for that, for that uh, light to go on, stay on, consistency. Um, and Texas has not lost guys to the portal who they – wanted to keep outside of, you know, Hudson card. And, and so that's huge. That's huge because that means that guys are buying in to the culture. They're buying into each other. They're buying into um, the arc, if you will, the, the bar graph going up and, and getting ready to, to contend for a big 12 title. If not more, they know how close they were. They know they led, you know, by two touchdowns in two of the games they lost this year and um and Steve Sarkeesian needs to help this team and I've said that um you know he he kept the ball on the ground in a couple of those games you know might have been a big 12 championship season in 2022 so you know that's huge and I think Texas has done an unbelievable job efficient in going into the portal and getting help I mean, when you look at Ryan Watts and what he brought, and um, and now you're you know you're bringing in a, a versatile defensive back and in Gavin Holmes from Wake Forest, um, who gives you some experience at corner uh, because you know they they did find themselves with young guys. They had injuries. You know, Jalen Gilbo, who they love, uh, ended up with a knee injury and missing. You know, pretty much it's kind of a lost season for him. But you, you, you can never have enough of those guys uh, in that secondary, especially, you know, when you're trying to mix and match. And, and if you've got physical guys, you can, you know, play six and even seven DBs. And, and so um, I think Texas has been really, really good uh, in terms of what they've gone into the portal for now. I say that Ajayi Hall is gone. You know, Jaleel Billingsley, they didn't get anything really off of, of Billingsley. But, you know, those were low-risk, high-reward uh, transfers. And, and so, you know, it, it didn't work out. But, you know, you look at a guy like Ryan Watts and you say, oh, man, what an impact that guy had yeah. shutting down one half of the field.
Yeah, no doubt. All right, Chip, uh, before we let you go, just want to slip a basketball question in here since they do have a game coming up tonight. Uh, what did you make of uh, Rodney Terry's group in game two for him? Uh, what are you looking for tonight? And is there any update in terms of the, the Chris Beard stuff? I mean, no update in terms of the Chris Beard stuff. I think Texas is being patient in letting him, you know, formulate whatever he's going to formulate with his legal team. Um, and, you know, in terms of his side of the story. Okay. Uh, but the, you know, the, and, and it's going to be tough, guys. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Um, it's going to be tough to, for Chris Beard to, um, you know, come up with anything that's going to, you know, make everyone at UT feel, you know, confident about him leading the program going forward. But I do think Rodney Terry, um, you know, has got, you're looking for the, you're looking for the characteristics of the team that were making them successful under beard. That is turning people over, scoring off of those turnovers and the veterans stepping up and being the leaders. And you're seeing that with Marcus Carr, Timmy Allen, um, you know, Tyrese Hunter's been in and out. He's had issues with, with, you know, cramping and, uh, they got to get some, bananas in that you know <laughs> potassium you know what i mean just like yeah. get on that potassium diet eat potatoes let's go right but he uh you know he's a huge piece of the puzzle and so tyrese hunter needs to be uh to me he needs to be the point guard late in late game situations and this is a game tonight that could come down to late game situations uh louisiana is a good team they've got a you know a 611 um big in in jordan brown who's on NBA radars, and that's a team that's a veteran team that plays well together. They're not going to flinch uh, down the stretch, kind of like, uh, I mean, well, I mean, they're just a veteran team. They're not going to go away like Rice, you know. I mean, yeah. that that turned into a thriller, and you, you weren't really expecting it. So, you know, it's it's uh, this will be a good indicator of, of can Texas maintain that intensity that Beard brings them uh, and it has helped define their uh, their tenacity and ability to turn people over. That's a great point. That's Chip Brown, Horns247.com. Again, check out the composite rankings today as National Signing Day rolls on. Check out the flagship podcast. Uh, check out the Morning Brew article for you. By the way, if you're also a fan of that Longhorn Blitz podcast with Jeff and Rod and Matt, that'll be tomorrow night at 7. Basketball tonight, tomorrow night at 7. You'll get the replay of that Horns247.com with all the great stuff for you. Chip, I know you never stop, brother, but please take a breath this holiday season enjoy it we'll hit you next week and uh, we'll get another preview of that bowl game before they get to it how about this the uh, i just saw this the texas women are up 26 to 6 <laughs> after <laughs> after one after one quarter over houston christian can they call mm. that is that so, like a, do we have ping pong rules can we do like a skunk uh, rule? maybe what do you, they what, might need to what do you do there chip <laughs> thank oh, you boy thank you man thanks chip <laughs> all right Merry Christmas to you, man. Twenty six to six. That's tough. Yeah, it is tough. But yeah. Longhorn women should be doing the people. Yeah, they should. They Especially should. Especially all the players that they've lost. Vic Schaefer's team. This has been 
a tough season already. It really has. Hopefully they can get uh, get some players healthy very quickly, but uh, it's good to hear that they're out to a good start. That's over on 105.3 The Bat if you want to check it out. And again, Horns247.com, Longhorns class, and those composite rankings, and pretty much all the rankings we're seeing today are crawling right up into that top five area. There are certainly the Alabamas, Georgias, uh, Miami has a class that a lot of people are talking about this cycle. Ohio State, of course, is up there in the discussion too and don't forget about Oregon with the Austin Novosad flip as well as some other names today that have flipped uh Oregon has crept up into the top 10 in a lot of those rankings as well thanks to Chip for his time coming up we will get to why today matters on this December the 21st we will try not to swear as we talk about his birthday plus we got to get to some food uh that I'm a big fan of but I can't eat a whole lot of it uh and we will get into a couple other things as well well, uh, a huge, huge death in the world of uh, the NFL, uh, and we continue to talk about that uh, that Austin Novosad story. If you're a Baylor fan today, that one's just going to sting for a while. This is the horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Out of all the rangers, you know you're the mastermind. Run, run, Oh, there we go. Run, run, Rudolph. Always like this one mixed into the Christmas uh, the Christmas list. Little Chuck Berry? Yep. There you go. Run, run, Rudolph. Run, run, Rudolph. There it is. Chuck Berry in sync. Beach Boys, Solomon Burke, and Bon Jovi. Plus, we got a correction on our uh, song from earlier this hour. Rufus Thomas? Yeah, Rufus Thomas. I read the wrong name. Gotcha. All right. Thank you for ever checking me on that in the Specs Text Line. Yes, we love we love having uh, music snobs out there like us. We like to keep, make sure we're, uh, we're keeping it all straight. I uh, hope you're all having a great lead-up to Christmas. It is a great day if you're a Longhorn football fan because that class is signed, sealed, and delivered. There was no drama. There was no maybe, kind of, sort of, weirdness, shell game. Oh my God, he's changing shirts. What's going on? None of that. None of that happened. Arch Manning, Anthony Hill, and you just go down the list uh, of all that talent. They say in football, you want to make sure you control the middle of the field. The middle of the field is an important thing to a lot of people. Well, if you've got the number one quarterback prospect, running back prospect, and linebacker prospect in a given, uh, in a given class, you're keeping the middle of the field, uh, you know, under control, Zay. And those three guys, uh, Manning, Hill, and then you add in Cedric Baxter as the as the running back in that discussion. Uh, this is a this is a really talented class for Texas, and they've got depending on how you're reading it. It's either you know it's two four star or two five stars for some folks, but it's as many as four or five stars depending on the rankings. Yeah, I don't think we talk about 
this linebacker core as a whole for this 2023 class because Anthony Hill clearly is the highlight, which he should be. He's the best linebacker in the nation, in my opinion. But if you look at Samaje Burrell, six foot two fifteen out of North Crowley, out of the Fort Worth area, he's a four-star player that I know Pete Kwiatkowski and Steve Sarkeesian are excited to have. My man from Hawaii, I keep botching his name, LaFew. LaFowl. LaFowl, he's a four-star player, so maybe he could bring a little Manti Teo down to the 40 acres mm-hmm. with him being from Hawaii, too. And then Billy Watson out of South Oak Cliff is more of an edge guy. But still, this is a really good linebacker group that this coaching staff pulled in, not just Anthony Hill. And, yeah, top five for a reason. That's a whole. Yeah, right now I'm going to go with Leona Leafow. Leafow. We'll see where it goes when uh, when he arrives on campus. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of talent in this group, and uh, we've been discussing that uh, throughout the day today. Also, a name gets added to the list, not uh, a, a big-time high school talent that you were looking for in terms of a signing, but a transfer. Uh, recently made a visit to Texas. Gavin Holmes is a young man from Wake Forest, uh, one of their defensive backs, and he – has now uh, signed with the Longhorns and is going to transfer, I should say, to the Longhorns. He was his sophomore year this year. 5'11", 175 out of New Orleans, and we told you it was 24 total tackles. 17 of those were solos. He had a forced fumble, uh, nine passes defensed, and... uh, you know, that ACC, as Zay, you have talked about, it may not be the elite of elite conferences, but they got some folks that will chunk it around a little bit. They do. They so, do. I know I'll be disrespecting the ACC, but they do have some pretty good quarterbacks in that conference. And we had Justin Wells on in the 2 o'clock, or in the second hour, I mean. And Justin Wells said this is a pretty ferocious guy that's coming out of Louisiana area. That you know, his stats don't jump out crazy when he played for the Demon Deacons this past year. But hopefully in this peak defense it just makes that secondary that much deeper and yeah I think the secondary which has been an issue in 2022 I think with the guys coming in you see Malik Muhammad you see guys like Derek Williams Jr. both of those guys four stars signing today you add Gavin Holmes to the mix Jalen Gilbo hopefully he gets back healthy and we see him in the Alamo Bowl game but you see guys like him and Ryan Watts I thought uh, uh, um, my Man, Jale Barron got absolutely hosed on being a Big 12 uh, all-conference player. He mm-hmm. had an amazing season. So, yeah, this secondary is looking on the up and up in 2023, and you got to be excited about that, especially with how we saw the secondary look this season, which was a little up and down. Uh, one of our texters said there should be six five stars. There's no way Malik Muhammad and Derek Williams aren't five stars. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of talent. Can't, everybody can't in this be five group. stars. Everybody can't be a five. Everybody can't be a five. But there's some high four stars uh, on that list as well. And uh, with Gavin Holmes, no disrespect to Wake Forest, but once I see he's out of Louisiana, that changes the discussion. Changes everything a it? little bit because we all know when you're talking about the talent rich places in this country for football talent, they're depending on how you're going to you know do the math louisiana's got one of the best arguments of anywhere yeah in that's this why country. lsu is always good right all they do is go into their backyard baton rouge go down the street a little bit to new orleans and yeah there's talent everywhere yep. in that small state and that of course takes you right back to Derek williams who we were just talking about right, right. At, at the db position so uh as far as uh, today goes and why today matters signing day is a big part of it let's tell you some other reasons why today matters on this december 21st why today matters brought to you by 
by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or SinusSnoringENT.com. So today is the day that the Longhorns get that class signed. And here's the other thing. Longhorn fans knew this when it happened, but today you just get extra reinforcement. I pull up ESPN.com today. Third story is Arch Manning. The third story at ESPN.com, not college football, everything, was Arch Manning. That's how big a deal this is. This is a crossroads day in, in, in a lot of ways. Not just, I mean, a Texas recruiting class is a big deal every year. But a name like that does not come along every year. So it's going to be uh, it'd be wild to follow this group, man. Class of 23, this 23 signing group is going to be important. That is certainly why today matters. And then Zay, in this area, to all of our friends and neighbors wearing the green and gold of Baylor today, today's going to be the day that Austin Novosad left him at the altar, and there's not anything I can do about it. I wish the kid all the best. I think Baylor's going to be fine because Dave Aranda's a badass coach. But that's got to sting for a while if I'm a Baylor fan. Yeah, it's got to sting, but they be all right. They just won a national championship in basketball not too long ago. Yeah, they they did. just won the Big 12 championship a couple years ago. They be all right. And you know what else? Here's the other thing. I'll say this as an Aggie, and no other Aggie would say this, but I feel for him today because I feel like this just happened to my Aggies as well with, this other, with another story. Because Arch Manning ends up at Texas, Nick Saban needed a quarterback, he came to College Station, or to a kid that was going to College Station, and ultimately ends up with him. Kind of what happened today with Baylor. To the Baylor people, I would say to you, I'm not telling you to like drop your expectations too far or whatever, but I do think there's a certain understanding of who you are versus who they are. And we are just not them on certain recruiting levels. Would we love to be? Yes. We would love to be thought that way. Heck, as an Aggie fan, I'd love to be thought of as a number one class possibility every single year. But last year might end up being kind of a blip versus being a consistent thing. A&M improved one time they could put that together. That doesn't make you Bama, and that doesn't make you Georgia, and that doesn't make you Ohio State. And even without the football part, that doesn't make you Texas. Texas is up there in that world even when they're not playing great football. Right. That's how big the brand is. Yeah. That's how big the branding is. So for Baylor fans, I kind of feel for you today because sometimes as a fan of certain schools, you got to just realize that you're not the bluest of blue bloods. You're not the biggest dogs in the NIL world, especially in this case. You got out NIL by Oregon. There ain't nothing embarrassing about nothing, that. Nothing. Zero. So there's nothing to be embarrassed about if you're a Baylor fan today. It's going to hurt, but you got to kind of understand where you live right now in that in this NIL modern college football world. Yo, Phil Knight walked into that room, into the facility with his fly-ass Nike gear on, mm-hmm. threw Austin Novosad some kicks that ain't coming out till 2031, and said, hey, this is how we live. Do you want any part of this? And look, well, I, I yeah. love Dripping Springs. Dripping Springs is a beautiful area, but it's not a blue blood power, you know, high school football school yet. It's just kind of it's right. trying to get there. But it's not, it. yeah, it's yeah. no Westlake. It's no Duncanville. It's no Galena Park North Shore. If Austin Novosad would have went to those three schools I maybe just named, he might be a five star. Like I'm just that we've seen the talent. Like he has five star talent. I just he might be a little disrespected because of where he played his high school football, and that's Dripping Springs, a little old town on the outskirts of the ATX. So I don't think national people have really seen what Austin uh, Novosad is capable of. This is a crazy 
tough flip for the Baylor yeah. Bears to overcome. And yeah, man, you got to feel for them just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, though. no, just I, I agree with you. And and the thing, the other thing we've been talking about today, this relationship with Will Stein. Think about you're going way away from home. You're going out to Eugene. But that provides you with this ingredient of familiarity. So while Phil Knight on one side, you're absolutely right. Phil Knight's got the shoes. Phil Knight's got the gear. Phil Knight's got this. Dude, we got connections. Oh, you want connections? Here, I'm going to put you on the phone with Justin Herbert. Let him tell you about connections. I'm going to put you on the phone with Marcus Mariota. I'm going to let him tell you about connections. But then that guy walks in the room that says, hey, Austin, I know you, man. Remember when the first time I met you? Where were we? Whatever the game was, right? Remember when I was at UTSA? Remember when I was at Lake Travis? Remember when I met you? Yeah, you weren't even on the boards yet on none of these rival 24-7 sports on three. You weren't on none of that. I've known you were good for this long, blah, blah, blah. But now I've gotten an opportunity to go live this dream. I want to go out and call plays in the Pac-12 for a team that is rolling in terms of yards and they're throwing it around. We're absolutely going to be throwing the ball around. Do you want to come be part of it? And in my second year, we got Bo Nix now. You're going to learn from Bo Nix. You'll learn the system. You already kind of know where I want to go with it. And then in 2024, once USC and UCLA head to the Big Ten, we get to run the Pac-12. Are you interested? Right, right. I mean. Yeah, how can you beat that? There's a lot of argument going on there where I I, I get where Austin Novosad might have might have landed that plane in Eugene, Oregon, instead of driving that truck to Waco. Oh, if somebody. I get, I get it. If somebody gave me a plane, take it to Oregon right now, I'd take that so quick. If somebody said, hey, Zay, we're having a little party in Waco in a couple of months, I'd really have to think about making that party. <laughs> I don't know oh, if I'll be able to make God. that part. Of, say, Robert Griffin III's there. Yeah, so? I don't, you know, at Waco. What, what's so good about Waco? Living yeah. in Texas my whole life. Never been, never spent the night in Waco ever. All I know is in a, in a couple years, I just hope the, the football gods and karma put it together where Baylor and Oregon end up in a bowl game together. Somewhere, somehow. Yeah. That would be awesome. Hey, Austin Novosad against Baylor. At least one thing we can say, Austin Novosad loves green. He is a green guy. He's no, a green guy. he's staying right there in that green color wheel. Absolutely. And hopefully Austin Novosad, I told you this during the season, watching uniforms like I do, Dripping Springs had a couple different uniforms this yeah. year. But it's going to be nothing like he experiences out there in Eugene, Oregon, because they literally do not wear the same thing back-to-back ever. Also, Snoop Daniel told me that a former Dripping Springs player that's now a walk-on is at Oregon. Oh, really? Yes. Well. Yeah, I'm sure people on Specs Text Line can yeah, let us yeah, know who I that guy know that. is. I like that. But yes, dude, I was talking to Snoop yesterday, or uh, earlier today, I mean, and he was like, yeah, there's somebody at Oregon that went to Dripping Springs and was an all-district player. Mm. So, yeah, that's Never pretty know. sure that helped a little yeah. bit, especially when he went on his visit last week. I'm sure, oh boy, did a little Michael Taff in yeah. when Michael Taff brought in Arch Manning, which Michael Taff, you earn that scholarship, dog, on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, congrats you, to him, man. Congrats That's cool. to him. Because, awesome. you know, now you're on my Westlake good list. You were on, you were <laughs> uh, on the fence before, yeah. but now you're officially on that Westlake Zay's good list. By the way, I'm glad you said that. Now, another reason why today matters before we hit this break, where is Nick Foles on your Westlake list? Because he's now the Colts quarterback. You ready to stand up for him? Yeah, absolutely. He's high. He's my dude, He's too. up there? Yeah, because he hooped at Westlake okay. and was a problem on the basketball side, not only – 
on the football side. So, okay. yeah, Foles is my guy. He, Even though he's a Westlake dude, he's got it from the mud. I remember during his combine time when, uh, you know, he was done with Arizona and trying to test the waters in the NFL, he was at Lifetime Fitness right here off Mopac, South Austin, working out and stuff. Nice. Like, just that Lifetime Fitness, like, just the normal folk. Like, I was like, yo, Foles. Normal like, guy. What up, little Collier? I said, you know, what up, little Collier? Like, how's your pops? I'm like, yeah, good, man. You getting ready for the draft? He's like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think it's gone pretty good. Gone pretty well. Gone He's pretty gone well. pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Uh, also, real quick, time to mention one birthday today. 74 today for Samuel L. Jackson. I am such a fan of swearing in general, but he really has taken it to another level. So if you can, just shout an MF at somebody. In fact, that was kind of what my speech was about at the Christmas party. Yeah. It was for Samuel L. Jackson and all those that like to like to use an MF every now and again. Samuel L. Jackson, happy MF and birthday to you. Today. Favorite Samuel L. Jackson role Woo! slash movie. Dude, there's a ton. They could be different. Yeah, there's a ton of them. I mean, Pulp Fiction immediately comes uh. to mind. When he's eating that burger, man, there's nothing funnier than that. But my favorite, like, real acting performance that gets me emotional, A Time to Kill. Okay. Him as the him as that guy in A Time to Kill, I feel like Samuel really, really brings it in that movie. Yeah. I yeah. feel every bit of him in that movie. Okay. I feel that. He's uh, awesome. Pulp Fiction, and then just being a biased basketball guy, Coach Carter. Coach Carter. I've never seen that movie. What? I've never seen it. Come on, Jack. I know. I've never seen it. I should have seen it, but I haven't seen it. Very underrated basketball okay. movie. I'll, I'll be glad to check it hey, out. Uh, I'll call it the Black Hoosiers. That's oh, how good it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. The Black Hoosiers. Okay, well, <laughs> say no more. Uh, stems and Seeds coming up before we get out of here. There is one bowl game, I think, going on today. Uh, there's not much to it, so we haven't talked about it oh, yet. Oh, Preston but. offered Dribbit Springs. Now he's at Oregon. Play with Austin Novosad. What's the name? Was a wide receiver. Preston Alford. Preston Alford. Thank there you. you go. Finding friends out west. That might have been a part of it too. Stems and seeds coming up on the horn. Finish, say. It's well done. Um, ah. Only name that popped in my head was Sam Cook, but as close. It's, it's it's kind of that, but it's not. I'm it's not close. I'm not, I'm not trying to dog whoever this is. No, it's, it's not quite that good. Oh, Ooh. like Sam Cook is. You know what I mean? Like Sam, yeah. Sam's on that. Slightly higher level, but this is still badass. Like who? Who's this? Marvin Gaye. Yeah, right. You're right there. You're right there. You're right there. But for what he's trying to do, you know what I mean? That high level, that high hit the falsetto, hit all the notes. Right. I don't know if anybody ever did it better than Sam Cooke. Probably not, but but Marvin. Marvin Gaye. Because Marvin gets you the feeling of it. Yeah. Sam could just tell you. Sam made you think. Well, damn, that's got to be hard to do. Marvin made you feel why it was being done. That's what this is. That's why he's so good at this. He should have done 
a Christmas album every year. Yeah, it's smooth, man. Marvin Gaye was a smooth dude. What's uh, what's his song called? I want to come home for Christmas. <laughs> God, that's so great, so great, and one of the tragic deaths in music history. I'm not doing. I'm not going over that story now because it's Christmas time. I don't want to get sad. But Marvin Gaye, go check out any and all of it. Uh, Chuck Berry, NSYNC, Beach Boys, Solomon Burke, Bon Jovi. We had the Rufus Thomas song to start this hour, which was great. It's not a toy. Not a toy. Got a present for you. It's not a toy. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, let's get you some stems and seeds. We'll start with those two guys we talked about yesterday and where they ended up today. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Yesterday we told you about those Alabama high school teammates, Jaquavius Rousseau and James Smith, badass linebackers, linebacker and D-tackle, respectively. Their list was Bama, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Ohio State, and well done, gentlemen, Alabama State. God, I wish, I wish it had come down to those two schools. They picked Alabama. Zay, they said some guy named Nick Saban was kind of a big deal to them. Yeah, usually is. Imagine that as defensive players. Hey, all he has to do is walk in the room. You saw how Sandra Bullock was walking on him in the blind side and yep. when he was with LSU. That's how a lot of these moms are. And, yeah, I mean, it's Nick Saban. It's Alabama. These are Alabama boys. He can't let them get out. Yeah, that's huge. And, yeah, you're going to a high school right there in Alabama as well. So those two guys end up at Bama. Bama's going to get the number one class because of that. The question will be, once it's all said and done and the numbers are computed, do the Longhorns crawl their way up to maybe top three? Because we're certainly seeing top five today. Uh, I saw, I've saw i been seeing a number four class for Texas on most of the rankings throughout the day. Zay, any other comment today on this class? I know you've been smiling all day about it. Now everybody's signed. Like, there's just there's no bad news for you today, is there? Nope, no bad news. No unexpected flips like we saw with Austin Novosad. What? I, I want to know about Damian Wimberly out of Vandergrift. Did he sign with SMU today? Oh, I'm very curious on that because I wouldn't be surprised if he flipped. I don't know who else is on his list schools-wise, but he was so dominant this year on that defensive line on the state championship runner-up in 6A Division II. I would not be surprised if some Power 5 schools came knocking. Mm, let me do a quick search on Mr. Wimberly and just kind of see. Just kind of see where it may have been. SMU 100%. That was a, looks like a project. Yep, there it is. Says signed. Yep. SMU. He signed. Good. Not a way to close. Congratulations to Damian Wimberly. And congrats to SMU because you got yourself a heck of a DN coming off the edge. Yeah. That kid is that kid's gonna do a lot of things for them. Yeah, he's a special talent. He's Good a special talent. That's a very different kind of color scheme there. Going from black and silver to red, white, and blue. He's gonna be rocking those Dallas uniforms with the, yeah. big, with the D on the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those uniforms. They're catchy. He's gonna tell you the D is for Damien. Yo, if you're SMU, if you're TCU, all you gotta do is recruit in Dallas, you're gonna have a good team. Yeah, no doubt. No matter what star they are. No doubt about it. All right, there is a bowl game tonight. It's like South Alabama and Western Kentucky, I think. Good Lord, let's get to some better bowl games. Rod and Hart's coming up. Basketball tonight at 7 o'clock, and we're back for a Thursday show tomorrow. Stay safe. See ya.